Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 88, double eights. Derek Huff is blowing up our TikTok. People just want more. We have our take on his new show at the Venetian coming up. Plus, MGM will soon operate the Cosmopolitan in a multi-billion dollar deal. And Henderson, right down the road from Las Vegas, revitalizes its downtown area. And we're often asked where unique local places are that are driving distance from the Strip. We take a tour. All right, let's go ahead and spin that wheel. Welcome to Vegas Revealed. Sean McAllister here with Dana Roselli. We have officially entered the fall season. It is October. We have lots going on. Fall is a season of change, and it's a season of change in Las Vegas as well, Dana. Yeah, a huge $5.65 billion deal was announced, and it all centers around the Cosmopolitan, which is right in between Ariane Crystals and the Bellagio. And uh, MGM Resorts International, as part of this deal, is going to end up operating the Cosmopolitan. Uh, This deal isn't expected to close because there's regulatory stuff that needs to happen. Uh, So it'll be sometime in the first half of 2022, but it will end up being operated as an MGM Resorts property. Right. They paid $1.6 billion to take over the hotel's operations. The new owners, the Churn Family Trust, Sean, I thought this was interesting, are headed by Panda Express billionaires Andrew and Peggy Churn. I didn't realize that. Wow. So listen, the Cosmopolitan has kind of become known for the unique array of restaurants that are over there. So could <laughs> the world's first, like, elevated fine dining luxury panda luxury (laughs) elevated panda express becoming to the cosmopolitan (laughs) i don't know but i think it would work people love their panda they do (laughs) i mean if there's no better place to do it it's true um when i mentioned it's between the bellagio and city center i also thought you know now that the cosmopolitan is going to be you know run and operated by mgm i mean maybe they wanted that hotel Because it's kind of like their section. It literally goes Bellagio. Now it'll be Cosmopolitan. Then it'll be Ariane Crystals. Then it'll be Park MGM. Then it'll be New York, New York and Mandalay Bay, which would mean MGM would own that south end of the strip, like basically, you know, just past Caesars. Right. And there's also uh, Luxor and Excalibur that are in there, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, literally from Mandalay Bay up to Caesars would entirely be MGM Resorts properties. And then across the street, of course, is the MGM Grand. So this brings up an interesting topic, and that's kind of the chatter I saw on social media was, you know, a lot of people are saying it's kind of nice to have a hotel that was different from Caesars and MGM. Yes, we have the Venetian and we have the Wynn, but other than that, on Treasure Island and a few others, you know, the Strat, but mostly the Strip is Caesars and MGM properties, and now it's like adding another The Cosmopolitan is very unique. All I can say is I hope they keep it the way that it is now. Of course, you know, maybe make improvements. That's always good. But it is really unique. It's one of the only resorts with balconies. That's not going to change. But the way that they have the whole layout with the casino on the bottom floor, so you don't have to walk through the casino 
to get to a restaurant or, you know, there's not a restaurant off the casino. They kind of don't mix. And I feel like a lot of people like that. And another thing that a lot of people liked are uh, the perks from being a player there. I know we heard uh, from some people who have played and stayed at the Cosmopolitan and they said, listen, I chose the Cosmopolitan because of all the perks I would get from staying there. Right. I have a friend that said she plays there because they actually send a car for her to go out at night. And she's like, I mean, I gamble a decent, but I'm not like crazy, crazy high roller or anything like that. She's like, it's a really nice perk that I don't get when I played at Caesars and MGM. Some of the bigger properties that, you know, count on the bigger players to get those kind of perks. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens over there at the Cosmopolitan. Yeah, there's 3,000 rooms on that property, by the way. But again, like you had mentioned, it's probably not going to be finalized until the early part of 2022. Hey, you know, we talked last week about uh, our Vegas Revealed TikTok page blowing up because of DJ Polly D. And we talked all about, you know, going to see him and being at the DJ booth uh, at the Sugar Factory grand opening at the Harmon Center. But we've blown up again on TikTok for a whole nother reason, another headliner. We have surpassed Polly D's TikTok, by the way. Derek Huff coming in right now at over half a million views. And, and counting. And counting. And hundreds and hundreds of comments on TikTok. We posted this quick clip of Derek and his partner. Haley doing a dance on stage when we were at the show we you know just took a little video with our phone came out really nice posted it and everyone is just going crazy over it they love it especially Argentina yes what up Argentina I know we charted in Argentina this week and we figured this dance that they're doing I think because I'm not a dance expert it's the samba okay Apparently, you know, obviously is is very big in South America. And so all of a sudden we see we're blowing up on all these charts in South America (laughs) and our TikTok. And so we just recently last night put another video of Derek on there, um, you know, kind of like taking his shirt off and doing a little dance on stage. And that one's already at 80,000 and growing and growing and growing literally by the minute. It's incredible on TikTok. You can look at a number and then instantly in like two minutes it will jump 500 views and listen we give our perspectives of las vegas shows and events on our vegas revealed tiktok page and it's different from the things that you see on our other social media platforms so please go to tiktok give vegas revealed a follow we'd love for you to see what we're putting up there that's right and it's at vegas.revealed on tiktok but let's talk about Derek's show yes please. first of all it was incredible we talked recently about donny osmond's show and we loved it and now it's like we went to this and we're like another show that we love And before we get to that, I just want to mention, sometimes you see the chatter of, oh, people go to shows and they get free tickets and they just talk positive about the show no matter what. I want everyone to know that is not the case with us. If we rave about a show and we point out certain things that we just loved about it because it was an all-around good show, we mean it. We do. And if you listen... Listen back to the episode when we talked about Usher's show at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. Listen, I thought that it wasn't the best Vegas show that I've seen. I think that it was a a great production. It was a good show, and Usher fans, I think, would love it. But if you go back and listen to that conversation, that wasn't a rave review. Exactly. And then we pointed out 
about Donny Osmond's show is like when I left there, I became a Don, a bigger Donny Osmond fan. I was a fan of him as a person, a fan of him when I've seen him perform a couple songs here and there at fundraisers and big events. But when I left and watched Donny do an entire show by himself, I'm a Donny Osmond fan now. I downloaded his song. And so I, I think we both left Derek Huff's show over at the Venetian with the feeling like, wow, we are Derek Huff fans. And I'd seen him on Dancing with the Stars, judging on World of Dance, you know, various other projects that that he's done. But I'd never really paid attention to like Derek Huff individually as a performer. But he's freaking phenomenal. Oh, my gosh. Man, can he move. Then you and I kept going, what? I mean, his voice is incredible. He sings. And I remember when when we interviewed him, he said he was going to sing in the show. And I thought, oh, I've never heard Derek sing. Okay, you know, he's going to give it a shot. No, he's good. He has an incredible voice. I looked at you, I remember, during the show going, he literally has a lifelong career on Broadway if he ever wants it. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, mind-blowing dancing skills. He's a great singer. He picks up the guitar and plays. So he's a musician on top of all of it. He's an actor. I mean, literally, the guy does it all. He does. And to have that talent be on display on stage over at the Venetian in such an intimate theater really was cool because you're you're super close. You are. I mean, there's almost a, a splash zone when <laughs> Derek and the dancers, when the sweat's flinging off of them, when they're <laughs> spinning around. Right. And, you know, they'll run through the aisles and things like that. And it was great, too, because he really pumped up his cast. You can tell he's proud of – and he had said he was going to handpick all the dancers. They were all – Excellent. He had a live band on stage, and he was telling a few stories in between. He was a great storyteller, a great showman. And, like, even when he did the singing with the rain, he explained, like, I used to see this number on the TV when I was growing up and always think, like, I would like to learn that one day. And so he was saying, like, he learned it, and here it is. And, I mean, there were so many great parts of the show. It moved. It had variety. His girlfriend's in the show and one of the main dancers along with him, and her name's Haley. You'll see her on TikTok with him a lot. She's got her own TikTok page. She was incredible, too. Yeah, and the backup dancers are phenomenal. The interaction with the audience. Mm-hmm. was great. The costumes? The costumes. Oh, my gosh. I mean, all around, it was just very well-produced, very entertaining, a easy show just to go and, you know, be immersed in the world of, of Derek Huff and dance. I and thought you were going to say easy on the eyes, because that, too. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think that goes without saying. And then look at our TikTok and see why. Oh, my gosh. I know. We've got a great clip of him outside of dancing, mixed in with Little Dance, where he whips his shirt off. So that's, you know, doing really well as as well um something i wanted to point out was that you and i also were staring at derek and Haley and going i mean listen there's no doubt that dancing puts you in shape these two (sighs) were like ken and barbie i mean you and i were like that's our 2022 goal we're gonna look in the mirror (laughs) look like derek and Haley. we're starting the diets now but listen you can't these guys work hard it's a part of their it's their job and phenomenal bodies and I'm not even being like weird about it I'm like they are it just it it adds to watching them dance because like their moves and the way that costumes fit everything it's perfection it it really I mean dance is an amazing workout If, if you're lucky enough to be blessed with the dancing gene, then good on you. Oh I was goodness. not, unfortunately. Uh, no. I have two left feet, and I am 
the most awkward looking human being when I try and dance. <laughs> and I feel even more awkward than I look. Well, maybe we should take dance lessons then. Maybe that should be like something oh, we should do in well, 2022. Black out the windows. <laughs> Maybe we can get Robin. So our friend, uh, we're good friends with Robin Anton. She's a creator of the Pussycat Dolls, and she owns the Playground in L.A., which is a great dance studio. But she always tells me and tells women, because people will say to her, like, oh, my God, you look incredible. What do you do? And she's like, dance. She dances. She's like, Like literally. hardcore dance. And she goes, she goes for it when yeah, she dances. Exactly. And she goes for it. And she always says, one hour a day. Dance one hour a day, hmm. and you could look like this, too. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, but I've only got 15 minutes. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> Find three other 15-minute chunks oh, of time in your day. Oh, good time And there for you that. go. Um, but yeah, Derek Huff over at the Venetian, terrific show. And that's just part of the fall entertainment lineup here, uh, Dana. So listen to this lineup of fall entertainment that we have going on here in Las Vegas across the city. At Caesars Palace, Rod Stewart is back on stage with his show called The Hits. That is all with dates all through October. We have ZZ Top at the Venetian with dates through October. Lady Gaga with her jazz and piano show returns to the Park Theater at Park MGM with dates all through October. Uh, Billy Idol is at the Chelsea at the Cosmopolitan with dates this month. Uh, Jeff Dunham is back on stage at the Coliseum. Gwen Stefani resumes her show uh, at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood with dates later in October and into November. Adam Lambert has dates later in October uh, at the Venetian Theater. I mean, it, wow. it just goes on, on and, and on. on. It's incredible. Yeah, we were at Derek Huff show and saw someone from Live Nation, and they were really excited about Adam Lambert's show, like, raving about it, that it's going to be great. And we talked about it here on Vegas Revealed before. Adam Lambert is just, whether he's performing with Queen or doing his solo show, he's a terrific onstage presence. Yeah, and we've also had a lot of arena shows lately. Some of them were, like, because they were moved, because they had to be postponed in 2020. So it was Michael Buble. People were excited to see him. Ricky Martin performed. This weekend, we have Shaq doing a big fundraiser at MGM, and he's got Justin Bieber performing and Kelly Clarkson. So Imagine we... Dragons, Snoop Dogg. Right. And then we've got Alanis Morissette at the T-Mobile Arena, too, uh, this weekend. So lots of big arena shows. And then we've been telling you there's tons coming in 2022. Yeah, and among those, uh, Andrea Bocelli is performing right around Valentine's Day at MGM Grand Garden Arena. That show was just announced. So get your Valentine's Day plans set now. Mm. Okay, and a couple more notes. Last week we mentioned we were going to the Tau 16th anniversary at the Venetian 16 years I can't believe it Jeez. but it's a incredible Asian bistro and also a nightclub but sometimes when new things open up all around you start of you know going to certain new places and you and I both had said we hadn't been to Tao in a little while but we revisited for the anniversary party and holy cow a reminder of how incredible the food is there oh my and we sat down for dinner, and I don't think we realized how much dinner we were in for. I know. I mean, the first course lasted for, it seemed like, 20 minutes. They just kept bringing out more and uh, more plates, and it, everything was delicious. And what was the fish skewers we loved? Those were like glazed sea bass skewers. They and, were so oh, good. It was like, it just melted in your mouth. <laughs> the fish was so 
just like buttery and yeah. delicate and glazed <laughs> with the like miso sauce. Oh my god! And it was like you could taste like because they were grilled and you could like taste the grill when you were eating it was really really good tons of great chicken dishes and veggies and sushi it was amazing and a lot of people when you talk about tao the nightclub is the first thing that comes to mind but keep in mind tao also does have an incredible restaurant and it's big it's big they seat a lot of people in there so when you're thinking about dinner plans in las vegas don't forget about Tao and Hakkasan, another nightclub down at MGM Grand, they also have a restaurant attached. So when you think about these nightclubs, also think about the restaurants that are attached. I to mean, them. it's an easy thing. You eat dinner and then you literally go to the nightclub right after. You don't have to, you know, traipse around walking anywhere else. Yep. So yeah, and and Tao, when we were in there, you're right, was a reminder how gorgeous it is. Oh, it's, it's beautiful, beautiful dark yeah. ambiance, and the decor is amazing. And the women were back in the bathtubs with the rose petals. They were. <laughs> we'll was... put that on our TikTok next. Yeah. Yeah, you, it's, we could explain it, but it won't do it justice. <laughs> Look for the video. We also hit the black and white ball, which supports AFAN. Which is Aid for AIDS of Nevada, helping people uh, who are impacted with an HIV or AIDS diagnosis and helps them financially, helps them with medical, a great organization here in Southern Nevada. Yeah, it was a great party. Um, they had to cancel last year. You know, they weren't sure if they would get a huge amount of people to attend this year, but they went, you know what? We just want people to know we are out there and remind them. And so they had a great crowd there. It was at the Virgin Hotels, and it was outside, which was nice, on the grounds, and lots of entertainment and food and drinks. And it was great to run into so many people that we hadn't seen in a very long time. Then we ran into Sarah Hester Ross, who we did just interview on the podcast a few back. And she has a new show downtown on Fremont Street at Notoriety. We talked about that. And when we saw her, she said, hey, guess what? We did such a great job. We're extending the show. So congratulations to her. Which is super exciting for Sarah Hester Ross on Thursdays at Notoriety down on Fremont Street. Uh, be sure to you know check out the dates, the tickets, and go support Sarah. She's hilarious. And if you uh, need a refresher on what Sarah does, it's a... It's a comedy show, but she's a musically inclined comedian. All of her routine is set to music. She plays the piano, and she sings these songs, and she's hilarious. Yeah. Great talent. She just hit us up and said, you got to get to the show, which we will eventually. We need to. It's on a Thursday night, so sometimes we've got things on Friday morning, but we're going to get there. Something we did do last week, though, is we took a little crawl. Okay, we didn't get on our hands and knees and crawl, but it's called a crawl because if you've ever been on one, you basically, like, you know, hop to different places. And we went to the Water Street Crawl in downtown Henderson, which over the last two years has been in the works of just being completely revamped with new restaurants, upgrades, and they just opened a brand new arena, which is where the Henderson Silver Knights practice. It's called Lifeguard Arena. And Dana, I've been going down to Water Street in downtown Henderson for years. Always, you know, I would take part with my uh, former TV station in the St. Patrick's Day Parade, okay. which is always a big event in downtown Henderson. We, we would go. So I, I've been familiar with the Water Street District for years since I've moved out to Las Vegas. And let me tell you, from... The first time that I stepped foot down on the Water Street District until now, there really has been 
a, a night and day change. It looks great. They brought in a whole new vibe. They've revitalized the shops, the restaurants, the casinos. Mm -hmm. And so it, it really is, you can feel the life being breathed back into the area. It's a cool spot. And often when people come to Las Vegas, they love to do the strip. But sometimes you get the visitor that says, well, where are the like local spots? Where should I go that's you know different than the strip? You know, They want to try different things, especially if they return over and over. Or sometimes if they travel from overseas and they're in town for like 10 days and they want like you know, an afternoon or an evening to do something different. So we figured we would hit this topic today um, because we think it is important for people to explore. And it's not very far. It's about a 20-minute drive from the Strip, mostly highway. You hop off, you just take a few lights, turn right, you're on Water Street. Super easy. We hit up the Rainbow Club Casino, a bar and tavern called Sticks. Then we moved over to the Lifeguard Arena. They had a great coffee shop inside called Public Works. We went to a super cute portrait studio with some incredible works there. Uh, we also hit the Pass Casino, and we stopped at a pizza place. So all this was happening, but we could tell one of the people leading off the tour was Scott Mulrath, and he's from the Henderson Chamber of Commerce. And Sean, couldn't you tell how proud he was of the upgrades? Oh, I mean, he he was. He was beaming and so excited to get the word out and let people know that this really is a new era for the Water Street District in downtown Henderson. So, Scott, for people who are out of town or are new to Las Vegas, they may not realize what's been going on here on Water Street in downtown Henderson. So what has been going on? Well, I think, and that's the point of our crawl today, right, is that there's been, you know, through the pandemic, there's been a lot of development activity that has continued up and down Water Street in uh, downtown Henderson. And so uh, today the Henderson Chamber wants to get all these new, uh, new businesses exposure to, uh, you know, whether it's the food, the bar, other activities that are going on on Water Street and really kind of drawing down people to this region that haven't been here before or thought to come here before. And talk about some of the improvements. First of all, I know through COVID, a lot of people obviously were disappointed that things were shut. It was a terrible time. But it did, did it give you a chance to kind of get some of this stuff done? And now you're ready to open and you have something new for everyone who's ready to get out and about again? Absolutely. So, I mean, it really starts with Lifeguard Arena. And, you know, back before this facility was ever built on Water Street, the uh, City National Arena, 35% of the users that went up there were from Henderson. So that tells you there was going to be a market and a draw once this was completed uh, here on Water Street. And that's been just the case. So with the completion of Lifeguard, it's really brought a critical mass, a focus to Water Street. And it's just uh, the families come down here with the kids. They go into the restaurants and the formula is, uh, is really working. Sports has really turned out to be a big part of this revitalization of the Water Street District and kind of going along with that, I'm just looking at the sign over your shoulder for Circa Sports. <laughs> no, absolutely. No, the um, the ripple effect uh, down Water Street, pun intended, uh, uh, from Lifeguard and the sporting element is is very real. And so the, the gain and the traction is, I mean, it's it's real here for Water Street and it's also going to be true in Green Valley when they, they finish up what will be Dollar Loan Center. So it'll be a similar experience. 
So on the list I see that we're going through, there's uh, obviously the arena, but there's bars, there's restaurants. I mean, people have something to look forward to to come and see whether they loved it before or something new. And even like visitors to Las Vegas, say you go stay on the Strip, a lot of times people ask us, well, what are the places that you know as a local? We want to go there. Right. So Water Street is very walkable. And so it's it's sort of, I mean, some people say the strip's walkable, but it's different. So um, this has a lot of... No yard drinks here? No, ya- no, I don't think we can bring yard drinks. <laughs> no yard drinks. Um, so, But, you know, we do have like a lot of authentic brick and things that have character down here on Water Street. And, and so it, it, it's very walkable and that someone can go from, from the south end to the north end. And uh, I mean, tonight is just a sampling of six of our... Uh, six of our food and drink partners and there's actually you know a good 20 of them so uh, so it's just a, a little glimpse if you will and i've been down here to watch golden knights games at uh some of the bar restaurants that you have here and aside from the atmosphere the food is really good and there have been some great chefs who who really got roots on the strip and have come out here to kind of be transplanted to the Water Street District, which is amazing. Right. No, and it's very much the case, even just right here at, at the Rainbow Club, um, that uh, we, we have some of the culinary. When, when uh, the pandemic closed things down on the Strip, you had some great chefs that were sort of displaced, and uh, Water Street uh, was able to gain from that, and there's been investments made from the uh, different culinary uh, leaders, and, and certainly uh, the, the Rainbow Club is one of those spots. Listen, we're ready to crawl, so Sean and I will uh, talk about our crawl experience momentarily, but we're excited, and we're excited for Henderson and something new, and I know you guys really are too. Absolutely. No, it is something new, and um, that's just it. Get Come on down, see something you haven't seen before, and you'll, you'll be surprised at what you find on Water Street. And while we were at the Rainbow Club, we saw an old friend, Chef Scott Pajak, who used to be the head chef over at Lagasse Stadium at the Venetian, where that was our broadcast home of Vegas Revealed when we first launched. I know, and we had him on the show right away. Was it episode one or two? I think two? it was episode one. Okay, yeah, and it, we it was great. And he had talked about how long he had worked there and how much he loved it. But then obviously when COVID happened, they shut down Lagasse, and what happened was they never reopened it. So uh, the Rainbow Club on Water Street in Henderson was lucky enough to grab Chef Scott, and so he has been overseeing all the menu changes at all of the restaurants and eateries that they have over at the Rainbow Club. So he's over there now. He's doing great. We had some of his sliders that he oh, had out good. for us. So good. Yeah. There's a great uh, like garlic aioli that uh, I put on my slider, and it was Phenomenal. So, Chef Scott, well done on everything you're doing over at the Rainbow Club. It was great to see you. And also, quick mention for people that might come to Vegas and, and want this little evening or day trip, those casinos were really cute. Like, if you want an intimate casino with tons of slot machines and just want to go play, I mean, the Rainbow Club was amazing, and so was the Pass Casino. I had actually never walked in there before, so I was like, wow, this is like looks like it'd be a fun place to play. And at the Pass, we had some uh, meatball sliders. Oh, yeah, those were good. And the homemade meatballs were from uh, the Italian restaurant inside the Pass. It's called Ristorante Italiano, and man, those meatballs were good. However, they do need to pass the Roselli taste test. 
Right, they were good, but it was a slider, so I felt like, and we were, it was the end, it was the last place we stopped, and I was stuffed, so I feel like I didn't really get the true, full effect of if I love the meatball or not. All I know is it tasted really good. It definitely passed, and it was not a bad meatball at all, but I would like to try them, you know, with some spaghetti on the side and all that kind of thing. So we need to make a, a reservation and go back to Ristorante Italiano at the Pass, in downtown Henderson. Uh, fantastic job on all the revitalization that's gone on down there so far. And I know uh, more restaurants are opening up, more restaurants and businesses are opening up uh, in the coming weeks as well. All right, let's switch over to some tips now because we got a few things to talk about today. Quick shout out to Jonathan Jackson from the UK. He's been writing us some emails. He discovered us and he's been listening back to all the episodes. We love getting messages like this. He said, recently, I'm still flying through all the episodes, but still not caught up yet. There's just too much good content. So we appreciate that, Jonathan. He had a lot of questions about, you know, planning for a trip as an overseas traveler at the moment. He wanted to know what kind of restrictions were in place, things like that. And he did say he hadn't gotten through all the episodes. So just a reminder to everyone, Sean and I do discuss all that in previous episodes every week. And especially if there's a change to anything, we talk about it a lot. And episode 87, we talked about the international travel opening up. So listen back to that. But uh, Jonathan wanted to know if there is anything in particular that international travelers do need to be aware of when they're coming to Las Vegas. And we do know one of the things, obviously, to get on a plane is you need a negative COVID test. Have some friends that just recently traveled from the USA to the UK. So the return route, obviously, uh, they were going over there for some work took a COVID test. I don't know what kind of COVID test, anything like that, if it was rapid or what, but basically something to remember is do your research because when they went to input the COVID test results, they were not accepted by the TSA. They said, bring the results with you. They did. Anyway, they ended up having to get another test on site. So I don't know the specifics, but it's just a tip and a reminder that if you are going to travel, read up heavily on what is required of you because I didn't even realize there are certain tests that are accepted and some that are not. Yeah, and you know, there are the at-home tests that you can pick up at a drugstore. Some people accept those, some people don't. So definitely find out what is accepted so you're not wasting your time or your money on a test that's just going to be tossed in the trash anyway. And it takes all the stress off if you're prepared, you know? Then you know what you're doing. It does. Be like a a Boy Scout and a Girl Scout, always prepared. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of that, (laughs) let's talk road trips. Um, Something you and I chatted about recently was Sedona, Arizona. And that's because your husband just got back from a trip there. And I want to hear about it because for years... I thought about going there because it's in driving distance. So a lot of time people ask us, what's close by Las Vegas that if I'm here, I want to do like a road trip or an overnight or a two night that I can drive to that's a really cool place? Well, and there are a lot of fantastic options, Sedona being one of them. And Sedona is just like a... an oasis in the desert that is very spiritually charged and you go there to kind of unplug, relax. They have great spas. They have great wine bars. They have great outdoor activities. And the scenery is just stunning. 
I mean, it's a panorama that is 360 degrees, and it's gorgeous every single direction that you look. And Sedona is only a four and a half hour drive from Las Vegas, which is an easy drive. And he said it was easy, yeah, like pretty much all highway. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sedona is a great option if you're looking for that day trip out of Las Vegas. Right. And if you are listening from somewhere outside of the United States and you're like, what's Sedona? Literally go and Google it right now. And what Sean's talking about, Mm. the beauty, you'll see exactly what we're talking about. Sedona, Arizona. Uh, Somewhere else that is just stunning from a visual standpoint, uh, there are lots of places in southern Utah that are just a couple hours drive from Las Vegas. You have Bryce Canyon National Park. You have Arches National Park, uh, St. George, Utah, Moab, Utah. These are great places that are, you know, three, four-hour drive from Las Vegas. You can get to the national parks. And Google these, too, if you need to, because it's hard to describe. It is breathtaking, the landscapes that you will see. And you will not see them Anywhere else in the United States and likely nowhere else on Earth will you see these formations that you see in southern Utah. I've actually driven through there. I did some camping in a cabin. I don't do tents. Um, (laughs) Glamping. Before glamping. Yeah, it it is gorgeous. Southern Utah is beautiful. So take advantage of that. That, too, is easy. You literally hop on the I-15, which is right next to the Las Vegas Strip and drive north. Yeah, it's a straight shot. So you can't get any easier than that. Um, And as we approach Halloween, this is always a spooky time of year. And all around Nevada and Arizona, there are these little ghost towns that have turned into tourist spots. And when you go, I mean, there's great picture spots. And you have to look up just Nevada ghost Ghost towns, towns, Arizona ghost towns. And you'll see maps of where they are. And they're easy to get to. You do have to get off of the main drags to get to some of them, I don't know about that. (laughs) So be stocked up with water, be stocked up with food, pack a lunch. Flashlights. Flashlights. um, Pepper spray. No, just kidding. Does pepper spray work on ghosts? I don't know. It doesn't work on ghosts, but you probably will encounter, um, like, donkeys and mules. Okay. And possibly wild horses that roam around out in the you know, wilderness of Nevada and Arizona. So there are some great ghost towns out there as well. Do not pepper spray them. I didn't mean it that way. I was joking about the ghosts, (laughs) by the way. You Uh, definitely don't pepper spray the horses and mules. No, that's what I was saying. I I didn't mean it that way. I meant for the ghosts. (laughs) I just want to make sure to make that clear so I don't get any, you know, letters and emails and PETA writing me. I think you're starting to stir up some controversy there, Roselli. <laughs> Let's move on. So listen, okay. we want to say thank you for all the great reviews. <laughs> we appreciate your reviews on Apple Podcasts. We just had a recent one. We loved it, and it, it makes us happy to read that listeners take the time to leave a quick note. We love it. It helps the podcast grow. So again, leave your reviews. Leave your five stars. We love them. We love them. We love them. And a reminder also, whether you live here in Las Vegas or you're just visiting, you can hear our Vegas Revealed Entertainment Reports on the Highway Radio network of stations, and you can stream that on highwayradio.com. 
you know, we give a full rundown of things happening weekly there. So, and post little clips of the podcast, but mostly, you know, a rundown and a schedule of new events that are happening, new shows that are kicking up, when tickets go on sale. So if you're interested in that, please give it a listen. It's a fun radio network. They have all sorts of music, and it's great to turn on if you're on that stretch from Southern California to Las Vegas when you get stuck in traffic, because it can happen and it does happen. But hey, happy fall. And happy uh, pumpkin spice to all the pumpkin spice lovers out there. We know it's a thing and, you know, we see it on Instagram. People love to put their boots on and their fuzzy sweaters and get their pumpkin spice. I hate all of it, so I'm a summer girl. (laughs) But you know what? Everyone has to have their moment. Enjoy. It is good weather for walking (laughs) the strip. And on that note, (laughs) we'll chat again next week. Captain? Did I pass my COVID test? On behalf of the flight crew, thank you for flying with us and have a pleasant day. Let's go to Vegas, we'll stay up all night. Let's go to Vegas, baby, let's get away.